Hello there, and thanks for joining me today in the uh, podcast, The Psychology Report. I uh, want to discuss today a very important topic to all of us, because we live in a context of a committee, or a community, or a department, or a group of people somehow, when we come together because we belong to an organization or whatever. The topic is in unity. How do you build unity? How do you bring people together, to work together, to synchronize their thoughts and their desires and their plans and their efforts so that a unified outcome is produced? You know, we are all in a situation where uh, we may not like certain aspects of the organization to which we belong, whether it's a church or a club or some type of lodge that we might belong to or whatever it might be. We all desire to have unity and work in unity and have a mutual outcome. But often, often and perhaps more often than not, unity does not exist and does not occur and we have to work to achieve it. We have to think about it. We have to intentionally act in a manner that brings about unity. So let's talk today about unity. Some time ago, I was asked to consult a particular department of a university. Now, the department was um, under investigation and under evaluation by the state because of the complaints that had been made of the department, the faculty, and the program by the students. And there were a number of ongoing uh, actions that were certainly questionable and certainly needed to be reconsidered and evaluated. So on behalf of the state, I stepped in and did an evaluation of this particular program. It took about two months, you know, to do so and actually produced a pretty positive result in the program to this very day. It's doing very well. And, um, but it was because we were able to bring together uh, some changes, bring together some mutual commitments, and bring together some mutual plans and objectives, and um, got rid of some of the uh, negativism and some of the complaints, areas of complaints, that were being made by the faculty as well as by the students of this particular university and this particular program. So let's take a look at this issue of unity. It's not easy to come by. And it's something that everybody has to work together and uh, produce a mutual uh, outcome. So when you think in terms of unity, here are some of the points that you have to keep in mind in that this list of ideas came from the program as we worked together and as we mutually came up with a plan and mutually derived a strategy by which not only the program could go forward, but go forward in unity. Speak together. Speak with each other, affirmatively, but not critically. That was the issue. They had to choose a different way of speaking, more affirmatively and less critically. Now, obviously, there were reasons to be critical, but not to speak critically, but to speak critically along with a solution, 
Critical speaking should always be solution-oriented. What's the problem? What are the possible solutions? What are the recommended recommended uh, solutions or solution? You always have to speak in terms of improvement and the future of the program that will be improved, be better. Now that's working together in unity. To be affirmative in your speaking, compliment, praise, approve, wherever you can. But if there is an area of criticism or to be critical about anything at all, it's in the context of being improvement and in the context of offering constructive changes or constructive advice. Okay, that's number one. Number two is this. This is how we derived a second point and uh, worked on it. To focus on the needs and the best interest of others in the program, not just on the best interest of your own self. You know, everybody benefits you know, from a program. Everybody loses when the program goes sour. So we're all in it together. And this particular faculty group came to realize that they're all in together. But you have to speak and focus on the needs and the best interest of everybody in the program. It's easy to kind of just think of your own interest and your own needs and what you want and what you think is best. But what's best for all? The greater good, if you will, needs to be focused upon. That improves everybody. Everybody improves, and the program improves along with it. So, get out of yourself. Get out of your own self-interest. Now, you don't deny what's important to you. You don't deny what is your best interest and your focus of attention and your uh, desires. You don't deny those. But that be blended with the interests and the desires of other people so they come together so that other people are given weight, other people are given consideration, other people are given opportunity to speak and to have their advice listened to and their words uh, considered along with yours. So when you're working in a church, you're working in a department, you're working in an office, whatever it is, there are other people. And they all have interests, they all have needs, they all have desires, and you, as you do. And you and everybody needs to work together to blend those, you know, together. Okay, that's number two. And number three is this, to identify the strengths of others as well as the strengths of the program. You see, the faculty all had strengths, individually and separately, and together. The program had strengths. This program had weaknesses. So you have to kind of go through an analysis. What are the strengths and what are the weaknesses of each person who is responsible, each person in that program that plays a role? And then what are the strengths and the weaknesses of the program itself? You know, we often focus on the weaknesses. When we're critical, we're, we focus on the weakness. And to be sure, there are weaknesses. But again, the weaknesses can be spoken about, but always in the context of how, this, how the weaknesses can be strengthened and improved upon. But you want to make sure that you identify the strengths of each person, the strengths of the program, because everybody contributes something. Everybody contributes a little bit more in one area than they do in another area. So it's the blending of strengths that you really want. Now, if everybody had the same strength, the program would be an extremely weak program because it would be just have one narrow band of strength. 
you want to have strength across the board, across the entire spectrum of the program and all the aspects of the program or the department or the school or the church or whatever it is. You see, it's the spectrum of strengths you want, not just individual strengths. So identify each of them and then move forward in enhancing the strengths of each person and the aspects of the program that you're involved in. Okay, here's another one. Speak the truth. Always work with an attitude of truthfulness. Be caring at the same time. Be sensitive to the feelings of others. Even when you're being complimentary or when you're being corrective. You know, have a sensitivity for the feelings of others. Listen to the voice of others. Listen to the uh, words of others. Watch the facial expressions of others. Watch the body language of others. Be sensitive to others, but speak the truth. Not harshly, not necessarily in a derogatory way, and by saying, well, I'm only telling the truth. Present the truth in a manner that's sensitive and that is caring and that it will be listened to and be considered by other people in the program. Because if nobody listens to you, you can speak the truth, but it won't get, it won't get you very far. So this truth has to be spoken with a certain degree of love, certain degree of sensitivity, a certain degree of caring, and a certain degree of feeling for the uh, rights and uh, sensitivities of other people. Always be sensitive to the feelings of others. And speak but truthfully. We live in a day and age where truth does not necessarily come easily. It does not necessarily win the day. We live in a day where even the newspaper is now questioned as to what you can believe and what you should not believe. What's fake news and what's real news and what's created news and what's propaganda as compared to factual so we live in a day where we have to be very, very careful. But at the same time, that's the way to prevail in any kind of a program that needs to be improved upon and where unity needs to exist and to prevail. Okay? Now, take home compliments. That's another point. Take home the compliments and the accomplishments of the program. Share them with others. You know, it's good to go out into the highways and byways and tell well, the accomplishments of your particular company, your particular church, your particular organization, your particular program. You know, be proud. You know, be happy. Be expressive of the way in which things are going well. And let it be known, because that's kind of PR, if you will. But it's also showing the goodness of, of the work that you do and the way that you feel about your company. You see? So, share with other people. Share them around the table at home when you have dinner. Share them with your friends as you talk and visit. Tell good things that have happened in your company, in your church, the good things that have happened in your organization, in your family even if they matter. You know, what's going on in your family? All these things all apply to family life as well. What are the good things that are going on? Be proud and share them and voice them so that people get a sense that you're pleased and you're happy with the situation that you are in and that you're working in or you're living in. And um, that will go a long way to making you a better person, you a happier person, even when you go back to the company, go back to work, go back to the family or whatever it might be. So compliments are good to be heard, but they're also good to say. 
They're good for the person who hears compliments, and they're good for the person who speaks compliments. We benefit from being complimentary. It's kind of a happiness uh, cube, if you will. It builds happiness in others, and it builds happiness in ourselves as well as we talk about and share the compliments. In contrast, obviously, grievances and uh, criticisms of various kinds you know, have a depressing effect upon others and has a depressing effect upon yourself and has a kind of a negative impact upon the way that you think and will continue to think. So, again, there are problems, to be sure. Speak as positively and openly as you can, but when you speak critically, do it in the context of improvement. We're in the context of change. You're in the project in the context of getting better. Okay? Now let go of the grievances too. You know, we can hang on to grievances and we can use them in almost like a grudge. Hang on them forever. But you have to let go. You know you want to forgive people. That's how you let go. You want to overlook certain things. People have failures. People have weaknesses. And they weren't maybe able to do what you thought they should do or even what they had hoped to do. But, you know, people have their own weaknesses. And sometimes you just have to overlook it. Because if a person has weakness, for sure they're going to make mistakes. For sure they're going to flub. And for sure they're going to make things worse at times. But help them, guide them, if they want. Offer. If they want, help. If they don't, nothing you can do. But be forgiving as much as you can. Overlook some of the difficult times and the difficult situations as much as you possibly can. Now here's another one that's very important. In a company, in a program, in a church, in an organization, in a department, in a family, meet openly and meet with all parties. You see, we have a tendency when we have a problem is to peel off and talk to the people who seem to agree with us. Or talk to the people who you, you want to agree with you. And uh, maybe you'll talk to two or three, but you won't talk to all six. You know, whatever it is. But if you're going to have unity, you've got to get to the openness of a conversation. Bring it to the board meeting. Bring it to the committee meeting. Bring it to the organizational meeting. Bring it to the board. Bring it to the leadership meeting. Bring it where it can be exposed in the open and discussed and talked about and dealt with. You see? You have to meet openly, and all parties have to deal with issues that are unsettled, all issues that are uh, a problem of, in some format, because you want all to benefit. So all people need to have input into the problem that has been identified, whether you've identified it or somebody else has identified it. Encourage the whole idea of letting the, the, the problem area be brought into full light, into full exposure, to full discussion, full consideration, and then hopefully full agreement upon having thought through the problem and come up with a solution. Open discussion, open dialogue, open problem solving is always good. It resolves conflict better. So whether you're a child and you need to make sure that you have open open discussion to resolve conflict with your parents, and Bring it to both parents and let's sit down and talk about that, okay? 
your husband, you bring it to your wife. Your wife, you bring it to your husband. And then you bring it to the family, perhaps. But you bring it to the other person and as openly as you can and involve as many people as you can that are relevant to the problem, or relevant to the issue. If they're not relevant, then they have no means and no reason to be there. But if they are a party to it, if they're relevant to it in some way, involve them in the solution, the dialogue, the discussion, the think tank opportunity, you know, so to speak. And then lastly, here's the issue. To choose common ground. You know, all people are different, but there's always similarity. There's always an area of sameness. There's always an area of common ground. You know, we belittle how we, we, be, we belabor, you know, how we are different. We belabor how things are bad and how things should go and they're not going. But common ground is how can they be brought under one roof? How can they brought, be brought together under one common goal or objective or plan or strategy to improve? How can we all commit to something that we agree with in common? I may have my wishes of how a program problem might be solved, and you may have yours. But together we can always come up with something that we can mutually work on. And then we can separately work on areas that, that might improve the program or improve the situation that you're facing, wherever that is. So it's common ground. Even between parents and children, it's common ground. Kids have some of the same interests that parents have. Husbands have the same interests as wives, etc., Leaders in a church have the same interest as the parishioners. They have a little better stake in it, perhaps, or bigger stake in it, but there's that common ground of making it successful, making the church successful, the program successful, the program expressive into the community, outward into the community, having an impact on the community. Sure, there are different ways of doing it, and people have different points of view, but there's that common ground that you seek and how they work together. A department, same way. A company, the same way. A committee, the same way. An action group, you know, the same way. Find the common ground among the people so that we work together at least to that degree. And then people on their own can do their own little things to help advance the program even further. So that's what unity is all about. You know, it's something we choose to do. It's something that we commit ourselves to and something that we follow through on and we see it to its conclusion we see it to its improved end not its bitter end but its improved end that's what we want in anything we're working in anything that's important to us if it's a group activity of any kind if it's a group process of any kind we all want it to come out well at the end so that we can be proud of it we can be complimentary, we can be praising and approving of what we're doing and what the program is doing and producing and the effects of it and the benefits for all. Well, that's something we can joyously share, openly share and be happy about, you know, together. But you have to choose unity. You have to work towards unity. The unity, it doesn't necessarily come from the ground up, doesn't necessarily come from up down. It comes from within. And all people that have a stake can be part of the unifying force, the unifying discussion, the unifying plan, the unifying strategy that will make the program, the 
problem better, not worse. And um, it's up to you. You can provide your own leadership. You can suggest to leadership that something be done. You know, you can take some initiative. You can take some action. You may not be able to solve the problem alone, but at least you can bring people to the table to get something accomplished and get something decided and get something uh, advanced, you know, for the good of all. So play a role. So that's unity. There's always a time. There's always a time to choose unity. And it might be now. You may be in a situation right now. You need to choose unity. You need to take some action. You need to do some things that will bring together the people in your company, the, your department, your organization, your church, your club, your your um, uh, lodge that you're in, or you know your political action group, or whatever it might be. This might be a time for you to step forward. And first of all, you choose unity, and then put it to the others. Let's all choose unity. Let's work in that format. So share this podcast with somebody. Send it on to somebody that uh, you know is in a situation that there's not unity, there's disunity, and there's struggle, and there's problems, and there's conflict. Whether it's a family, or whether it's a company, or an organization, or a church. If you know somebody that is not in a unifying situation, but is struggling in conflict, with others, send this podcast on to them and have them listen to it. Maybe there can be some way that that would stimulate and encourage and give them some ideas of how they can move forward and achieve unity rather than go on having more disunity and more conflict. Anyway, nice to have you with me. Thanks for joining me. And this is uh, the Psychology Report. Go to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. And remember, every Saturday morning, 10 o'clock at Central Pacific Time, pardon me, uh, Western Pacific Time, Pacific Standard Time, I mean, Pacific Standard Time here on the West Coast, 10 o'clock in the morning, my television program, Dr. Teach Me to Parent, and it's on the internet channel, centralvalleytalk.com, centralvalleytalk.com. So go to the uh, website. 10 o'clock on Saturday, and listen to our program, Dr. Teach Me to Parent, this Saturday. We're having a special guest, Greg Robinson, who's written his book on alcoholism. And we're going to focus on alcoholism in the family. So if that's important to you, be listening. If you know somebody that needs to hear it, clue them in and have them listen. CentralValleyTalk.com, 10 o'clock, Saturday morning, Pacific Standard Time. Okay, bye for now.